Colgate-Palmolive Feet Company, makers of Halo Shampoo to glorify your hair and Palmolive Shave Creams for a smoother, more comfortable way to shave, bring you Mr. and Mrs. North, starring Alice Frost and Joseph Curtin. Tonight, Pam and Jerry North have some gunplay with a trigger man who goes off half-cocked in the mystery of the trigger man. Hello, everybody, hello. Hello is the shampoo that glorifies your hair, so hello, everybody, hello. Soaping your hair with even finest liquid or cream shampoos hides its natural luster with dulling soap film. So in choosing your next shampoo, remember... Halo shampoo contains no soap or sticky oils. Cannot leave dulling film. Made with a new patented ingredient, Halo glorifies your hair with your very first shampoo. Leaves it soft, lustrous, easy to manage with colorful, natural highlights. Halo quickly, effectively removes loose dandruff from both hair and scalp. Halo gives oceans of fragrant soft water lather even in hardest water. Rinses away quickly, completely. Needs no after-rinse. Especially safe and gentle, it's ideal for children's hair, too. Get Halo at any drug or cosmetic counter. And remember, soaping dulls hair. Halo glorifies it. So, Halo, everybody, Halo. Halo shampoo, Halo. Now, tonight's adventure with Mr. and Mrs. North. These hot summer nights, when the temperature in New York hovers around 80 and the humidity hovers around the temperature, it's easy to understand why the island of Manhattan was sold for $24. On a sweltering night like this one, the Norths would have sold it for less. But rather than complain about the weather, they've decided to go for a ride in their car. The only trouble is, Pamela hasn't quite remembered where she parked it. Keep looking, Jerry. It must be around here somewhere. Not necessarily, dear. The last time you lost the car, we found it in the garage. Well, it isn't there now. I distinctly remember parking it right on this street. Mm-hmm. Where? Uh, between a gray Cadillac and a man with a dog. Of course, the dog may be gone, but the Cadillac should still be here. Well, let's not start looking for the Cadillac. We're having enough trouble finding our own car. There it is, Jerry. Sitting right in front of us all the... What's the matter, Ben? Don't look now, darling. That man over there is watching us. What man? That horrible-looking thug across the street. He looks like a gorilla. Where? All over. Quick, let's get in the car, Jerry, before he comes any closer. Hey, wait a minute, you two. Is he talking to us? He must be, dear. I don't see any other gorillas around. Uh-huh. Kind of surprised to see me, ain't you? Oh, well, uh, yes, in, in a way... We didn't think you'd be allowed out. Oh, I've been out for a long time now. Three months. Out of what? The clink. Uh, I mean, uh, Sing Sing. Gotta kind of watch my language, huh? Uh, My good man, would you mind telling us who you are and what you want? You mean you don't recollect me? I'm the guy you saved from the hot seat, Mr. North. What? I mean, uh, the electric chair. Oh, for goodness sake, Big Mike! Yeah, that's it. Well, Big Mike... (laughs) When did you break up? Oh, I didn't break up, Mr. North. I got time off for good behavior. Oh, now, Mike, you're not capable of good behavior. Oh, you got me wrong, Mr. North. I'm a changed character. Five years as a gardener in a prison made me see the light. 
What light? The light of kindness. The light that shines up from you at a magnolia in the early morning dew. And that's why I'm in a jam. Oh. I'm going to get murdered. Murdered? Well, either that or I'm going to have to murder somebody myself. Lucky Lampson wants me to bump somebody off for him. Are you kidding? Who's Lucky Lampson? My old boss. I used to crack skulls for him in the old days, but uh, that kind of work is foreign to my nature now. Oh. I couldn't crush a violence. And Lucky Lampson threatened to kill you if you don't commit this murder? In 48 hours. What am I going to do, Mr. North? Well, you might go to the police. With my record? Ah, they wouldn't believe I've seen the light. And if Lucky Lamps never found out I crossed him, he'd plant me in the ground. Now, you've got to help me, Mr. North. And have him plant Jerry in the ground? Now, wait a second, Pam. <laughs> Mike's in a tough spot. I'll say I am. i got to kill a guy or get killed myself. It's either his throat or mine, no matter how you slice it. Um, uh, where do we find this Lucky Lamps? Now, Jerry, you're I'll not... I'll show the... you. He's got a florist shop up on Grove Street. Florist shop? Yeah. He uses it as a blind for his nefarious activities. And uh, I work from there. Only, I don't want to pull no more triggers. <sighs> I just want to gather rosebuds. There it is, Mr. North. See? Lamson's Flower Shop. I don't like it, Jerry. I don't like the idea of trying to solve a murder before it's committed. You can't tell who's going to be the victim. Will you stop worrying, dear? Nothing's going to happen to her. Well, of course not, Mrs. North. I'm the guy that's in trouble. Lucky Lamson's liable to cut my head off just for bringing you here. Then what'll he do to us? Come on, darling. It's three against one. I don't know that three's enough. Now that Mike's become a nature boy. Well, it don't matter anyway, Mrs. North. Lucky Lamson ain't here. What do you mean? Well, I guess he closed up for the night. Look, store's dark. Well, let's go home before it gets light again. Uh, wait a second. There's a note on the door. What kind of a note? See, it's for me. From Lucky. Anything important? Dear Mike, never mind about that 48-hour job. I'll take care of it myself. Oh, well, that's a relief. <laughs> or is it? Not if Lamson's going to murder somebody. Take the night off, Mike. I've gone over to Harry Taylor's place for the rest of the evening. Holy smoke, we gotta get over there right away. Why? What for? Harry Taylor's the guy I was supposed to murder. Ring the bell, Mr. North. Quick. Maybe we can still save him. Are you sure this is the right house, Mike? Well, I don't know Harry Taylor, but this is the address Lucky Lamson gave me. Hmm. Pretty fancy-looking place. Will you ring the bell, Jerry? All right, dear, all right. Uh, what's Lamson's connection with Taylor, Mike? Why did he want to bump off? I don't know, Mr. North. Mine's not to reason why I'm just told to pull a trigger. Yes? Who is it, please? It's Mr. and Mrs. North and Big Mike. Uh, who are you? I'm the butler, madam. What is it you wish? Hey, look, uh, let's not stand on any ceremony, bud. We wish to see Mr. Taylor before he gets knocked off. When will he be back? I do not know, sir. I have not been advised. But this is a matter of life and death. Uh, is Mr. Lamson in there? Nobody is here, madam. Oh, well, Lucky, don't do that. Nobody, huh? Who is that? Do you wish to leave your card, sir? No, we wish to see Mr. Taylor. 
Somebody's going to murder him. I'm sorry, sir. Mr. Taylor is not receiving anyone this evening. Not even murderers? No one. Just a minute. I thought you said Mr. Taylor wasn't in. Now you say he's not receiving anyone. Which is it? It's simply this, madam. We do not wish to be disturbed. Watch it, Pam. He's got a gun. And I assure you it's loaded, sir. Now may I repeat, Mr. Taylor is not at home to anyone. For Pete's sake, Pam, where are you taking us? Around to the back of the house. There must be some way of getting into this place. You mean breaking and entering? Ah, oh, that wouldn't be legal. Legal or not, they're murdering Mr. Taylor in there. And that butler's in on it. We've got to stop them. Now, now, take it easy. Well, well, we haven't any proof that they're murdering Mr. Taylor. Well, the least we can do is to find out what's going on. Here, uh, give me a boost, Jerry. Maybe I can peek in one of those windows. It won't do much good with those blinds drawn. You won't see a thing. Well, then we've got to get into the house. Well, don't look at me, Mrs. North. I'm on parole. I know, Mike, but but this is an emergency. And you could easily break into this house if you wanted to. You're an old second-story man. That part of my life is a closed book, Mrs. North. Well, couldn't you open it just a little? Just the first few pages. All you have to do is jimmy open that window up there, climb inside, and come around to the back door so you can let us in. If I did, I could never face another petunia. The petunias aren't looking, Mike. All right, Mr. North. But if anything happens to me, don't call the cops. Jerry, I can't understand why it's taking Mike such a long time. He, he went through that window five minutes ago. Maybe he got lost inside. Lost or, or waylaid. If that butler ever got a hold of him, he... Wait a second, man. Somebody's at the door. Anybody we know. Get back. We'll see you in a minute. Mrs. North. Oh. Where are you? Right here, Mike. Everything all right? Yeah. Host is clear. What took you so long? And I almost ran into that crazy butler. I had to hide under the stairs till he got out of the way. Did you see anybody else inside? No. Well, let's have a look. Oh, careful, Jerry. I wish we had a flashlight. I don't like the idea of stumbling around in the dark with that butler loose. Oh, golly. Where are we? In the kitchen, I guess. The rest of the house must be over this way. What way? Can't you see the hall? I can't even see you. Here. Take my hand, Pam. Oh. Only let's be quiet. Oh. Darling, will you stop moaning? I'm not moaning, Jerry. I'm not even breathing. Oh. For crying out loud, Mike, is that you? No, but it will be if we don't find out who's doing it. Darling, there's somebody in here with us. Somebody or something. Wait a second. It's coming from over here. In the closet. The broom closet. Now, Mike, you know brooms don't make a noise like that. Stand back, Mike. I'll open the door. Jerry, it's a witch. Looks more like a woman to me. Quick, Mike, untie our hands. I'll get this gag out of her mouth. Oh. Oh, thank you. Maybe we better get a doctor. No, no, I'm all right. Just have to catch my breath and... Oh, my head. What happened to me? That's what we'd like to know. How'd you get into this broom closet? 
Who are you? Hey, it's Mrs. Lampson, Lucky Lampson's wife. Mike. What are you doing here, Mrs. Lampson? Well, I, uh, I came over to see Mr. Taylor. And the butler let you in? The butler? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, you see, I'm an old friend of Mr. Taylor's. Well, you, you must be an old friend of the butler's, too, if he let you in. What do you mean by that? Who are these people, Mike? Mr. and Mrs. Nord. They're old friends of mine. Oh, well, they haven't any right to ask me a lot of silly questions. What do they want? We're only trying to help you, Mrs. Lampson. If you'll just tell us what happened... I don't know what happened. I was sitting in the living room with Mr. Taylor, and the lights went out. When I tried to turn them on again, someone hit me on the head. And that's all you remember? Yes. Well, we better find out what happened to Mr. Taylor. Wait a minute. Where are you going? Into the living room, if I can find it. Have you any objections? Uh, no. I'll show you the way. All right. Come on, Pam. Wait for me, Mr. North. I ain't going to be left behind. I don't know what you're afraid of, Mike. Who would want to hurt you? Nobody, I guess, but people can make mistakes in the dark, especially when... Hey, quick. Somebody turn on the lights. Mike, what's wrong? I I just stumbled over something. Something that felt like a body. Mrs. Lanson, where's the light switch? Here. I've got it. Yes. It's a body, all right. <gasps> with a knife sticking out of its back. Oh. Are you sure he's dead? I'm afraid so, Pam. I'm afraid we got here a little too late to save Mr. Taylor. Oh. Mr. Taylor? That ain't Mr. Taylor. What? It's my boss, Lucky Lampson. Homicide, Sergeant Mullins speaking. Oh, Mullins, you've got to come over here right away. Where's here? Taylor's house on Grove Street. Something dreadful has happened. Mr. Taylor isn't dead. Well, what's dreadful about that? But he's the one who was supposed to be murdered. Lucky Lampson gave Mike 48 hours to kill him. But he doesn't have to anymore. Who doesn't have to? What are you talking about, Mrs. North? Mr. Taylor, Mullins. We came over here to prevent him from being murdered. Oh, he isn't home. At least we can't find him. Oh, but that, that's another thing. Wait, wait. There can't be anything else, Mrs. North. You've said everything. Except that the butler wouldn't let us in. Hmm, very suspicious character, that butler. Oh, only he isn't here now, either. Well, who is there? Oh, everybody else. Mrs. Lampson, Jerry, Mike, and me. And you're all having a fine time, I take it? No, Mullins. We're having an awful time. Nobody knows what to do. Well, now, this is all very interesting, Mrs. North. But I can't see what it has to do with me. Now, think hard. Didn't you have some reason for calling this office? Oh, oh, didn't I tell you, Mullins? Lucky Lampson was murdered. I knew there was a... Murdered? Stay where you are, Mrs. North. I'll be over in five minutes. Mullins, and be here in a few minutes, Jerry. Have you found that butler yet? There isn't a sign of him, Pam. Or Mr. Taylor, either. Maybe they were both in on this together. Maybe the butler turned off the lights and Mr. Taylor stuck the knife into Lucky's back. Oh, that's ridiculous. Mr. Taylor had no reason for killing my husband. But maybe you had a reason. What are you driving at? Well, I'm not driving at anything, except that you were in the room when the lights went out. Well, of course I was in the room, but I was hit over the head. Uh, just a minute, Mrs. Lampson. Where do you think you're going? Well, I, uh, I need some fresh air. It's hot in here. I thought I'd take a little walk. Oh. Oh, no, you don't. You're waiting until Sergeant Mullins arrives. I beg your pardon, sir, but Mrs. Lampson is leaving now. Jerry, it's the butler. With that gun again. I must ask you to stay where you are, everyone. I would like to speak to Mrs. Lampson alone. What for? What do you want? Will you come with me, please? That isn't time to ask questions. 
All right, I'll I'll come. Quickly, madam, through this door. Jerry's taking her out on the street. Exactly, Mrs. Norton. Before we leave, a word of warning. Don't try to pursue us. I'm going after them, Mr. North. Don't be a fool, Mike. You'll get killed. Well, somebody's got to keep an eye on him. If that butler gets away this time, we'll never find him. I'm going out the back. Mike! He's right, Jerry. We ought to go, too. Pam, come back here. Oh, but, let me go, Jerry. You're not leaving this house till Sergeant Mullins gets here. All right. But you don't have to hold my arms. I'll have black and blue marks right through my sunburn. I'm sorry, darling, but black and blue marks are better than bullet holes. There's Mullins now. Hurry, Jerry. If we meet him outside, we can still keep track of Mike. What? Come on, darling. Don't be such a poke. Right inside. Jerry and I have to look for Mike. What's that? Oh, we haven't time to explain, Mullins. Come on, Jerry. What's that, Miss Norton? The body's in the living room. We'll be back later. Wait a minute, though. Where is everybody? What? Where are all the people? What? No, never mind. I'll solve this case myself. That's no use, Pam. We'll never find Mike just by wandering around the streets of New York. Hmm, I haven't been wandering here. For the last five minutes, I've been following a deliberate course. What do you mean? There's a florist shop around the corner. Florist shop? Mm-hmm. Lamson's florist shop? Mm. Is that where you've been leading me? Why not? We can't catch up with Mrs. Lamson. Maybe we can head her off. Why, darling, what a brilliant... Uh-oh. What is it, Jerry? You may be a little late. That florist shop isn't dark anymore. There's a light on the inside. Then somebody is in there. Let's find out. See anybody? Not yet. Let's go in. Holy. What have they done to this place? Oh. It's upside down. Gollies. Why would anybody want to wreck a beautiful store like this? There's the answer. Where? That safe over there behind the palms. It's wide open. Oh, careful, Jerry. Somebody may be back there. Not anymore. Whoever blew open this safe, got what he wanted, and left in a hurry. Mr. Taylor? Who knows? It might have been Mrs. Lamson or the butler. Watch it, Jerry. He's coming. Here. Back behind this case. The palms will hide us. Stop sticking me. Please. Somebody's in the store. Looking for something, Mrs. Lamson? You frightened me. Oh, don't try to run away again. You've been away long enough. Where have you been, Mrs. Lamson? And uh, what happened to your friend, the butler? Honestly, I don't see why I have to answer your questions. Either you answer us or you answer the police. You're in this pretty deep right now, Mrs. Lamson. And if you don't start telling the truth... I am telling the truth. And you're not mixed up in this with the butler? No. What about Mr. Taylor? Why did your husband want to kill him? Well, I, uh... I guess he might have been jealous or something... But he didn't have any reason to be. So that's it. You and Mr. Taylor were close friends. Close enough to make your husband want to kill him. And close enough to make you want to kill your husband. No. Oh, it makes awfully good sense, Mrs. Lanson. Either you or Mr. Taylor could have killed your husband to get him out of the way. So that you could go on with your love affair. That's a lie. I'm afraid you'll have to prove that to the police. All right. All right, I'll go to the police. I'll go right now. Not so fast, Mrs. Lanson. If you don't mind... We'll go with you. This way, Mrs. Lampson. We'll grab a cab on the corner and get right down to headquarters. Well, don't bother with a cab. My car's right here. 
Where? Right at the curb. Come on. I'll take you wherever you want to go. Say, this is quite a buggy you've got here. Chauffeur and everything. Wait a minute, Cherry. I don't like this. Neither do I, Mrs. North. But you better get in. I've got a gun in my hand. Oh, oh that's different. Now, look here, Mrs. Manson. Get Manson. in. Well, if you insist. That's better. Where to, Mrs. Lampson? The highway. And make it snappy. Yes, ma'am. Jerry, that chauffeur. What about him? He isn't a chauffeur at all. He's that horrid butler. I'm a man of many talents, Mrs. North. Keep your mind on the road, Harry. Yes, ma'am. Now then, Mr. North, I want that money. What money? The money you just stole out of my husband's safe. I never dreamed you'd get there before we did. Jerry, what's she talking about? Don't stall, Mrs. North. I know you've got it. And you better give it to me, or the two of you are going for a ride. Look, Mrs. Lampson, you're making a terrible mistake. And that money over, Mr. North, before it's too late. But we haven't got it. Of course not. Your sweetheart, Mr. Taylor, must have taken that money. He beat you to it. You're wasting time, Mr. North. And you haven't got much left. But well, why couldn't Taylor have taken it? For a very good reason, Mr. North. Because I'm Mr. Taylor. Y- you? Well... How many people are you? Just one, Mrs. North. I lied to you about being the butler because I had good reasons for not wanting you in my house. But I have no reason to lie to you anymore. Because you and Mr. North are going for a ride. Well, it looks as if Pam and Jerry are going on a very unpleasant trip. And all they've got is a one-way ticket. And now, here's Ron Rawson with good shaving news. Men, do you shave with a lather or brushless shave cream? Palm Olive Shave Cream comes both ways, and whichever method you use, you'll find the new Palm Olive Shave Cream way to shave means more comfortable, actually smoother shaves for three men out of every four. Yes, three men out of every four get more comfortable, actually smoother shaves the Palm Olive Shave Cream way. It's a fact, men, not a promise. 2,548 men try the new Palm Olive way to shave. And no matter how they shave before, 79% found beards cut easier. 75% less razor pull. 69% closer shaves. 80% smoother-feeling skin. And three out of every four got more comfortable, actually smoother shaves. Just get Palm Olive Shave Cream, either brushless or lather, and do this. Wash your face with soap and water. Rinse. Then soap face thoroughly again. Do not rinse. Work Palm Olive Shave Cream upward into beard to get the full benefit of Palm Olive Shave Cream's beard conditioning effect. Then shave. That's all. But remember, Palm Olive Shave Cream, either brushless or lather, offers proof of more comfortable, actually smoother shaves for three men out of every four. Now, back to Mr. and Mrs. North. For the 20th time, Mrs. Lampson, will you listen to reason? Not your reasons, Mr. North. You've been after that money since early this evening. That's why you broke into Mr. Taylor's house. We broke in to prevent a murder. And we might have succeeded if you and Mr. Taylor hadn't already killed your husband. I didn't kill him. Well, one of you did. That's why you've been covering up for each other all evening. Lucky Lampson was in your way, so you planned to kill him and steal his money. All right, we planned to kill him. Planning is one thing. Execution of those plans is another. As you'll soon find out. Well, then you admit... I admit you... nothing. Harry, there's a car behind us. Yes, he wants to pass. I'll pull over and let him go by. Why does he keep blowing that horn? I don't know, but he's not giving me much room. He's trying to crowd us off the road. Harry, look out! I'll have to stop. He's forcing me over. 
Grab a gun, Jerry. You stay where you are or I'll blow your head off. Leave him alone. We've got to run. Harry, wait. Come on. Get out of the car. Oh, no, you don't. Oh. Get your hands up and stay where you are. Mike. I figured it was about time to close in on the Mrs. North. Oh. Are you all right? Well, we are now. But, uh, how did you get here? I've been following them all along. Ever since they ducked out of Mr. Taylor's house. Oh. Saw him drive up to the floor shop and everything. I was standing right down the block watching him. Then you must have seen us get into the car. You bet I did. I was a block behind you all the way. Now, what do you think you've proved by all this? Enough to send you to the chair, wise guy. You and Mrs. Lampson were in on the murder together. You knocked off her husband and you tried to steal his dough. Only the Norse caught you when you cracked open the safe. That's a lie. Is it? I followed you every step of the way. Then it is a lie, Mike. Huh? If you were following them, how could you possibly know that the safe was cracked open? According to your story, you, you were a block behind them in your car. Well, I knew they were going to crack open the safe because, uh, uh, well... Uh... Because you cracked it open yourself before they got there. You weren't following them all the time, Mike. You took a few minutes off to steal the money. That's crazy, Mr. North. Stealing is against my principles. What about murder? Is that against your principles too, Mike? Where do you get that stuff? I wouldn't murder a geranium. Naturally, geraniums haven't got any money. But Lucky Lamson had plenty of it. How much would you say it was, Mrs. Lamson? There was at least 30 grand in that safe. And half of it belonged to me. Only Lucky wouldn't hand it over. Then you did steal the money, Mike. I didn't steal nothing. It was my split for the jobs I'd done. And Lucky promised to give it to me as soon as I got out of stir. Uh, uh, I mean prison. But he didn't give it to you, so you killed him to get revenge. Killed him? What are you talking about? I was with you when he was bumped off. Oh, you weren't with us all the time, Mike. You were in that house alone for a full five minutes while we were waiting at the back door. That's it. That's it. He's the one who turned off the light. Turned off the light, stabbed Lucky, and hit me over the head. You're crazy, all of you. Not crazy enough to fall for a story like yours. You might not have planned to kill Lucky Lamson in the beginning. But when you got into that house tonight, you couldn't resist it. You had a perfect setup. A perfect alibi. And two people to blame the murder on. Get back in the car. Go on, get back or I'll kill you too. Oh, my hand. You're not the only one with a gun, Mike. Are you lousy? Sorry, old man. I don't like to interfere with Mrs. Lamson. But I need you to save us the trouble of being tried for murder. Come on, Mike. Sergeant Mullins is waiting. Uh, Pam, I know Mike will appreciate the sentiment, but isn't it a little silly to be looking through Mr. Lamson's flower shop for an appropriate wreath for him? Well, I'm not looking for a wreath, dear. I just want to send him some sort of a plant. What for? Dragging us into his private argument with Lucky Lamson? He just wanted us to frighten Lamson into splitting that money with him. What money? Oh, the money that was in that safe. Oh. Mike thought Lamson would get scared as soon as he saw us. Only it didn't work out that way. Well, let's not talk about the murder anymore, Jerry. Not with all these beautiful flowers around. Oh, look, darling. Wouldn't those roses look lovely in our living room? Mm -hmm. Now, don't get any ideas. Those roses are $15 a dozen. But you haven't brought me any flowers since our second anniversary. What about these geraniums? Uh, aren't they gorgeous? At $12 a dozen? No, no. Don't be funny, dear. Here's a flower I like. Two and a half dollars a dozen. And very pretty, too. All right, Jerry. I'll take the snapdragons. Are you happy now? <laughs> Darling, I'm in clover.
Remember, every Tuesday night at the same time, the Colgate Palmolive Peat Company, makers of Halo Shampoo to glorify your hair, and Palmolive Shave Creams for a smoother, more comfortable way to shave, bring you Mr. and Mrs. North, starring Joseph Curtin and Alice Frost. The characters are based on those originally created by Francis and Richard Lockridge. Original music is composed and conducted by Charles Paul. The program is produced and directed by John Lupton. Joe King speaking. Want to remove dull film, get teeth naturally bright, beautifully clean? Use Colgate tooth powder with a two-minute routine. Over 4,000 dentists say Colgate tooth powder with a two-minute routine gets teeth sparkling and super clean. Simply brush teeth two minutes morning and night with Colgate tooth powder. Brush inside, outside, and biting surfaces. Always brush away from the gums. Watch how this removes dull film that improper brushing misses. Notice how shining clean it gets your teeth. Colgate tooth powder leaves breath sweet, too. Try it. Get Colgate tooth powder today. Be sure you join us again next Tuesday when Pam and Jerry North read between the lines of the newest murder at the public library in the mystery, Murder is Stranger Than Fiction. This is CBS, where 99 million people gather every week. The Columbia Broadcasting System.